So the policeman gives them a ticket for smoking by the train station. And they come home fuming angry instead of saying, well, we got what we deserved. It's illegal. It says no smoking. And we smoked and the guy did his job. Instead, they come home fuming angry. Look at the cops. This is what they're wasting their time with. They're fuming angry at the cops. Comes mommy and daddy inside. What do they do? They take the side of the cops. What do you want from him? It's his job. It's your fault. You deserve it. You didn't see the no smoking sign. Next time, be more careful. All the logic in the world. In this kid's mind, I can't punch that policeman, but I can punch you. I hate him. Now I hate you. It's the same thing with everything, with authority, with the guy. He comes to shul and somebody gives him a dirty look and he goes running away from shul, never stepping into shul again. Right away, we want to defend that guy. We want to explain. It doesn't work. People say, wait, you're not going to explain what the guy do wrong? What the guy do wrong? doesn't work. doesn't work. Say, you're right. Nobody should look at anybody like that. That's why people don't come to shul. And then look at the kid's eyes. Ooh, you understand what it's like to be me, to be downtrodden, to be at the bottom of the world. You, take, you say to him, you're right. Do you know how much theft is going on? Let me Google this. One person is shot every minute in New York City. And he's, you know why? Because he's busy on a train thing. He was probably on a smoking break, hiding from his, his duty of saving lives, riding a ticket to some teenager who's smoking. What a loser. And look at the eyes. The kid's like, oh, my parents understand me. Oh, but for the rest of their life, they're going to think that they're, no. When they pull out of this, and they get healthy, then all of that twisted thinking changes. When they get healthier, they know about behaving, and they know about, you know, trusting authority, and they start to want to be part of our society. See, right now, there's society, and then there's underground. And the underground is a bunch of broken people who don't trust anybody. And their motto is that they live and die by, never trust any adult. They make certain exceptions by these people that are mole hearts, that are full of heart, and they let them in after really being careful. They let them in when they test you on their scanner, that they can scan you and they see no judgment. And there are a few Yechide Skula that can get into these homeless places and to these drop-in centers, and they can prove themselves that they pass because I don't judge you, I don't look down at you. Maisha Rabbeinu was Adam Mikal Adam. He was the highest, highest, but he was an Anav because he knew, I have gifts from Hashem, but I'm not looking down at you. And regular people who are not Moshe Rabbeinus, and they look down at other people because they're sinning differently than us. You know the t-shirt? Don't judge me because I sin differently than you do. Right? Or I say, you know, we're okay, quote unquote, with Hamish's sins or Hamish's sins. You know, destroying somebody's life and reputation, um, sin as Lashon Hara, Rechilus, um, that, that's Hamish's sins, you know, Hamish's sins. But Natsnius, Chil Shabbos, that, those are not, we don't do that. You know, that's, that, that's really, really bad. Destruction of the Chor- Beis Amikdash and all the pain that we're in that came from Lashon Hara and Rechilus, that, that's, that's, you know, that's okay. Sen Aschinam, a good fight in the family. Nobody throws anybody out and looks at them and says, get out of shul, how can you come like that? But Sneers, it's not a Hamish sin. So we really, we like our kids to be Hamish and Hamish, even in their sins. Then, then it's okay. Right? Don't sin. Don't judge me because I sin differently than you. We all sin. So you don't have that Nisayan of Sneers because that's not your Nisayan. So you look down at somebody who does. So there are few Yechide school of that Mamish, they don't judge. 
They don't judge. It says in the Baal Shem Tev that that's going to be a B'china Mashiach. Anybody who doesn't judge other people and sticks up for them and is Mulam Etzchus on Yidin is a B'china of Mashiach. And Mashiach is going to be the master. The one who there is nobody. He can get a hundred on that test. There's nobody that he looks down on. And it comes from Anava. comes from Anava. I don't look down at you. I had a better life. So I don't look down at you. I didn't have pain. I didn't have trauma. And you know, some of the problem, some of the problem is that a lot of the people looking down are people who did have pain and drama, and they say, I had pain and drama. Look at me. You have a gift that a God gave you that you didn't have a breakdown. Don't use your gift and your strength. You worked on yourself. Who gave you the power to work on yourself? Hashem. This kid didn't have that power. It's all a gift from Hashem. You did, you did your ishtadlis. It was taka hard. I'm not taking it away from you. But even going to the gym to work on building muscle also takes ishtadlis that they didn't have. They, they couldn't even get to that point. A lot of people, a lot of the critical people are people who went through trauma and pain and they can't understand how come I'm still from and I went through stuff. Don't use your godless, your strength, which is a gift from God. Even though you also had your Bechira and you were Kaivish and you did great and you're, you're an angel and you're wonderful. Don't use your success in life to look down at somebody who wasn't successful because it's a cop-out. It's taking away sympathy and empathy and compassion and blaming them and blaming them even more. Some people blame them because they don't understand. You're saying, I understand and I'm blaming you even more because you could do it and you're lazy and you're manipulative. A lot of people do that. It's not true. First of all, if you're a parent who went through pain, the shamas are weaker today. The shamas are weaker today. The shamas are weaker today. You cannot compare even five years ago. Rav Steinman said every three years is a dar. And Niskatnu had dairas. And somebody who went through something 30 years ago or 20 years ago or 10 years ago would not necessarily be suicidal and on drugs and, and, and anti and screaming in pain and acting out like they would today. And if you would have gotten it today, could be you would be worse. So don't use from before. And even if you got it the same day, you take a baseball bat, you walk down the block, and you whack every single car window. Some are going to burst, pop. Some are going to crack. Some nothing. Because not all car windows are created equal. Maybe the guy just left before and his heat was on and that gave it a certain strength. Well, maybe the air conditioning was on and gave it strength. Maybe the guy had tinted windows. It was an extra layer. Maybe it's a little bit thicker. Maybe you didn't swing so hard. People are the same way. The same thing could happen to two people that could have different reactions. Maybe you got more love as a kid, or maybe you didn't, and you built it up somehow miraculously that you have a certain inner strength. Maybe you have a better self-esteem. Maybe you have an ego. Maybe the other person has a low self-esteem. Maybe the other person didn't get love as a kid. There's a million different things. That's assuming that it was exactly the same age, stage. Maybe you were more mature. Maybe the person was less mature. Maybe you were less mature, so it didn't bother you. And he was more mature. Maybe he's more of a thinker. Maybe he's smarter than you. Maybe he has racing thoughts. Maybe he can't get past it. And maybe he has worse this than you. Maybe he has better this than you. No two people are the same. No people have the same experience. Don't judge anybody else. Our job is to stay with the patient. If you're going to take anybody else's side, you're abandoning the patient. Who is going to bring them back? This is for your children. 
This is for your brothers and sisters. This is for your nephews and nieces. This is for your grandchildren. This is for your neighbors. This is for your anybody. This is for everybody in Kleinsville. In Cain, me, Yekayavim. Be somebody in their life that they realize that when you look at them, you're not thinking negative thoughts about them. You're not judging them. You don't think you could do their life better with all the mistakes because the mistakes are because of their pain. When they feel that, they'll have a certain somebody on my side, somebody I can call, somebody I can trust. And the more people that they have, the more stable they are. And when it's all us from people, then they're going to want to be like us. We have kids who say, I'm more comfortable with homeless people than I am with from people. I learned this the hard way. True story. All my stories are true. Kid was going out in home sweet home at night. He had to go somewhere. I said, be careful. You're going through a very bad neighborhood. He had to go through Harlem and in order to get to Queens and whatever. And I had three or four other guys around me, home sweet home kids. And he turns to me and he says, I'm not scared. I said, but it's a dangerous neighborhood. He looks at me. He said, none of the pain that I got in my life came from them. And I'm like, oh, the person who molested him was from the person who, who got angry at him for not behaving properly was from the person who got upset at him for taking the keys from somebody who parked their car in shul was from the person who called the police on him is from the person who threw him out of shul is from the person who threw him out of school is from. He got so much pain and rejection, I'm not blaming them. They didn't know how to deal with it. They didn't understand it. They got all of his pain that brought him to be homeless and to want to die was from from people. He's like. I'm much more scared of from people. The beard, the chassid. I hate chassidim. This guy grew up in the chassidish thing. He tells me he'll never go to a chassid. I hate chassidim. I hate chassidim. Like, Nabuch. I think chassidim are very friendly and nice. But his life is different. They, they got hurt by us. We have to change all of that. That's what Home Sweet Home did by accident. They all of a sudden were surrounded by a bunch of guys being nice to them, taking them out, paying from their own pockets and they're not getting paid and they're paying to take them out for fun and then going for Shabbos to them and being treated like royalty. So I hate all them besides Rabbi Landau. He was always the first chassid that we sent people to. Okay, I hate every, every chassid besides Rabbi Landau and, 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 and Shulam, uh, the, the Thursday night volunteer. Shulam Naiman. And then I hate everybody besides it. And then I hate all Litvaks. I hate besides Yitzhi. Yitzhi's great. And the Moshi and the Nyaki and the Chaim. And I hate everybody in the world besides besides you. All of a sudden, by their graduation, there were over 400 people in the community came to their graduation to celebrate, to celebrate going from Chil Shabbos, Chil Yom Kippur to Frum and Erlich. We look at these videos. It's like, what? How did that happen? Because a whole team, a whole group of people and, and Ashrechem Yisrael, the whole area in Flatbush who hosted them. We had about 50 Shabbos hosts and, and volunteers and everything. And the women who cooked for them made them feel, instead of being on the bottom of the world, nobody caring about me, all of a sudden, a job, money, fun, invitations. Do you want more cocoa? Being People being nice to you, worrying about you, taking you out once a Shabbos. Took them out to movies. Yeah, we took them out to the movies. It's my first question to Shmuel. Shlita, Shmuel Kamenetsky, Shlita, and the Novo Mitzgarebis, it's on video. He said, if, if we don't take them out to the movies Saturday night, we, nobody's staying, nobody's moving in here. There's not a Yarchi Kala. 
we had to do a lot of stuff. And then they would hang out the window in the beginning and, and whistle at women. And we were embarrassed and they would curse like a chimney. And, and, and a year later, hats, jackets, hats, jackets, Shabbos, Yontif, building a bias, never be Israel. Almost all of them. None of them are negative. None of them are anti-us. Because we bake them in a society of love. A society of Ahavas Yisrael. Society of Baal Shem And not to knock the Litvaks. Because the Nesiv Shalom said the same thing. Not that he's a Litvak, but it's like in the middle. And Lubavitch says the same thing. And the Chazanish said the same thing. The Chazanish told us how to deal with it. And Rav Palm said the same thing. And I have 6,000 stories there's no Gadol who said different. But we're now in, in crisis mode, in action mode. Everybody has to look at these kids as good and see the etzem, which is toiv, not the chitzonius, which is tattoos and smoking and funny hair. We have to feel bad for them. We have to daven for them. You make on the block, every time there's someone sick, then right away the block makes a, a, a chat, a WhatsApp chat or whatever, the whole, the whole tehillim for the chayla. Everybody should be saying to Hillam without them knowing, because they don't make them feel like uh, that's part of the emotional. When it's mental, it's different. But everybody should be doing stuff. I, I bought you a nice gift. I, I, just be nice. If they were surrounded in a mikvah of, of, of what Klal Yisrael is supposed to be, with no negativity and no looking down and no Lashon Hara, no Rechilas, and everybody loves each other, nobody judges each other, then 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 Miyakarvam, we will be Makayavim. And you parents have no choice. And the siblings have no choice because it's do or die. But your, your ambassadors, the rest of Chal Yisrael, you're doing what we were always supposed to be doing. So no advice because they're not listening. And even if they ask you advice, you have to know how to deal with that. That's a separate answer. It's a trap. But no judge, judging, no looking down. Don't take anybody else's side. Say, Shefila, it's me and you against the world. You're not alone. Yosef HaTzadik, he saw the Mustiuk Neshalavev, the Zahit Siloi, says in the Siva Shalom. That's what saved him, because he realized he became connected emotionally with his father, and therefore he's not alone. The Medrash says he would have lost, we would have lost Yosef HaTzadik. Alpiteva, the Nisayan was greater than his abilities. And then what happened was, he says, it became a two against one. And that's how he was able to be Isabatadid. Your kids have to feel they're on my side. It's like the, the seesaw picture that I put out where you see a kid on one side and he's in the ear, and on the other side are these big rocks, trauma, pain, depression rejection, all these things, and he's in the air. And then you see the other picture is Mami and Tati on his side on the seesaw, holding him, and balances out. He still has to deal. So you're not going to win. It's not going to be all the way Mami and Tati. No, you're helping him balance out. You're not alone. And you have to tell this to your children. I know you're going through dark times. You're not alone. You have a team. That is life-saving. So I'm telling you that no matter what matzah they're in, of course, you have a question, you have an expert to ask, you have a rough to ask, but basically, you take their side. You take their side, even though they're wrong. Because kips, they look at the world, they don't trust anybody. So they say, this crazy doctor, we had a family here, true story. All my stories are true. 
and their daughter had sw- swollen ankles, swelling in the ankles. They went to the doctor. The doctor did an x-ray or whatever and said, you have water on your ankles. So for three months, you have to wear a certain brace and you can't wear heels. She left. She said, that guy is nuts. I'm not going to wear heels. He's nuts. 16-year-old girl who grew up. She was normal when she was 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. And now he's nuts. I'm not going to wear heels. Yeah, there's someone nuts here, but it ain't the doctor. It's you not listening to the doctor and going out in heels. So the world says, so of course you have to take the side of the doctor. As if she's going to be convinced now that, that, oh, I guess the doctor's not nuts and it is bad for me. And you have to say, no, well, I'm not going to give you, an, you end up in a fight and they don't understand. They're not macabre. The way that you are successful is when you do TP, they become a macabre. And then guess what? They don't even need your advice. They start thinking normal and they say, well, I can't wear heels because the doctor said I can't because it's dangerous for my foot. Very simple. That's how we know we're successful. But where do we see this? It sounds so extreme. It sounds so crazy. It's in the tire. It's in the tire that after we sinned with the ego, Moshe Rabbeinu moved. He picked up his tent. It wasn't that hard to move in those days. You need two guys, four poles. He picked up his tent. I guess he called Moshe's movers. And he moved. Chutz Lamachne. Why? I don't want to be you, you crazy people. You did. We almost lost you. You did an ego. You're destroying Kaisal. I'm out of here. The Pasuk says, The Torah says that Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu, Go back to your people. Dwell with your people. Return to your people. Why? Rashi brings down a medrash. Hashem says, They got beef with me. I'm angry at them. They have a problem. They're in a fight with me. Moshe Rabbeinu, you taking my side? Who's going to do the work to be them to make them better? Hashem doesn't need you, Moshe Benu, on his side. He can handle himself. They need you on their side. Very nice. I'm a salak myself from you. Well, if you're not going to go to the doctors, there's nothing I can do for you. Me a carvum. If you're going to dress like this at the Shabbos table, if you're going to come to a Simchanat Sneez, I can't help you. I'm not a me a carvum. Don't take anybody else's side. So now all of a sudden, the parent instinct wants to take the side of the doctor. Say, listen, you know, the guy went to school for 32 years and he's an expert and he's the best and I paid. And da, 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 da. and you think that, that they're going to say, oh, you know what? I guess I was wrong and I'm going to listen to the doctor. No, now you're representing the doctor. I didn't trust him. I'm definitely now I don't trust you. Great. You lowered their chance to become the whole program of them opening up and feeling comfortable and them being honest with you and then hugging you and then trusting you. You blew the whole thing. You were undercover agent in Syria. You blew your cover. They hang you. Why? For what purpose? There's no possible way that she's going to say, oh, yeah, really? Wow. Okay. Let me reconsider. It's not the Brady Bunch. This is not a TV show. This is real Kipville. It's not Mishpacha Magazine. And you've done this. You've tried to argue with them and explain to them. They don't, they're not, there is nobody listening. There's nobody to talk to. They're not on that level that they could be macabre. Create them to be a clique kibble. That's what TP does. And then your friends say, aren't you going to say anything? You dummy. Or actually, I bless you that you could be normal and your kids can respond. Beautiful. If it responds on regular normal kids, 
I'm not so sure that regular kids today are Mikabal either. But not my problem because they're not in crisis. Let it be somebody else's problem. My problem is crisis. So the non-crisis guy goes over to crisis guy. You're gonna, not going to tell it. You're going to just let her. You're just going to let. Try to stop her. Give you 10 grand. Stop her. You wouldn't be here if you could stop her. She, she blew through 100 red lights on this car of life. And each time you tried slamming on the brake, it doesn't stop. In fact, when you slam on the brake, it starts to spin. Therefore, we don't try to stop. That's why we don't try to stop.